On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to discuss one more time clips and an update to chapters. And Steve even has a special presentation on clips, plus a little mini hardware review. That's the hardware review right there. All right. And today's episode, of course, is made possible by our good friends at Movo, who create all the great microphones, stands, lights, and everything else that you need to shoot like a pro, even on a budget. Now, they do have some very high-end stuff, but for most of us, we want to get that nice, inexpensive stuff that does a great job. And that's what you can get when you pick up things like the LV-1 lavalier microphone or if you get the umc 700 desktop usb microphone or maybe you want to pick up one of their video kits you can get an entire package filled with everything you need to turn your smartphone into a shooting rig so check them out right now i mean right now as you're hearing this get ready type this in raiselinks.com slash movo that's m-o-v-o and with that let's hit the music He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at, even if he's a little fat. He's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. It's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray the Video Guy, and I'm Steve Sleeper, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about t- today about my YouTube channel, which is Steve Sleeper Trains, because yes. I tested a couple clips on there and with uh, promising results. So, um, Ray, why don't you know? Maybe we should start off just kind of recap what YouTube clips are. Yeah. So basically, um, what clips are are well they're little clips of your videos so what you can do is if your channel has it which i would assume probably almost every channel should have it now they're rolling it out more and more people are getting it Uh, most people should have it now but these clips what they are is you go in you clip a section of a video and then you can share it out and that allows you to share it to people without them having to watch a two-hour video you can cut in a little clip and boom it lets you share it out just like that, nice and fun. They can share it. It can get passed around the Internet and hopefully go a little bit viral. That's what we like. That's right. that, and, and just just a little bit more about it. If, if you look at your video on the watch page, down in that area where it says, like, share and stuff like that, you'll see clips. And you click on that, and it can be one minute long, and you, you, you just pick where you want it to start and where you want it to end. If you want it to be 15 seconds long, that's fine, too. Just make sure you know where you want to end it and just realize it's 60 seconds. Now, when you go to look for the clips, and this threw me off a little bit because I couldn't find it anywhere in my videos, in shorts. (laughs) I couldn't find it anywhere. So where you're going to find it is when you first log into YouTube, you know, when when you're, let's say you've logged into your Google account and you click the YouTube app uh, from there, Uh, and and this is on desktop, by the way, you're going to see clips on the left-hand side. It's not anywhere else. It's not in YouTube Studio or anything like that, but you're going to find clips on the left-hand side. You click on that, and then you'll see your clips, and you can grab the URL from that. However, it's not anywhere where anybody can find it. You know, so for instance... 
if if you name the clip uh this is a really cool clip from Steve Sleeper, and then you search on that on YouTube, it's not there. So Correct, yes. I, I'm assuming that the only way, only place you can get that URL uh, is uh, in the place I just described. Now, yep, yep. What's the so use? when you make it, you share it, then then other people can grab it and that, share that's it. That's it, and and, and that's the thing. It's sharing on social media, and. Uh, in, instead of asking somebody to watch a 20-minute video or a 10-minute video or however long it is, you give them up to 60 seconds. This is a clip from my latest video. Uh, you know, g- give it a watch. And so I tested that twice this week. I am in a number of Facebook groups. One of them is Omaha History Club. And then for my um, rail fanning stuff, I'm in probably like six groups for rail fanning. And depending on what what state I'm in, because I'm right on the Nebraska-Iowa border, uh, either Iowa railroads or Nebraska railroads uh, gets me the most interaction, um, although I get a little interaction from the other, what, four uh, or three. And then there's one one called Rail Fans of Omaha and Council Bluff, so I can put Iowa or Nebraska in there. And and those are like the three that get me the, the, the most. Nice. Now, I did a video called Council Bluffs Had Seven Rail Yards Back in the Day. And I did a video on where they all were, and I tried to find the old roundhouses and turntables, which was primarily a steam thing. And I made a video out of it. I put it in all my appropriate groups, and then I also put it in the Omaha History Club. Okay. Nice. Seven. Now, I got a question about trains here. Okay. Now, would would theoretically, if you had that many in one area, would they all have a turntable? Each one would have a turntable. They would. Okay. I didn't know if there was like, oh, you got to go to this one. No. They got a no. Each one would have a turntable, so that would have been seven turntables. Okay. Wow. And I assume they probably all had roundabouts too, right? Round uh, roundhouses. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Oh, they do. Yeah. Well, not all of them. I now, see. That was the thing I couldn't. Find. They should have. <laughs> I don't know why they had had a turntable otherwise, but I couldn't find roundhouses for. Uh, well, uh, I, I know. Uh, the funny thing was, I remember a story about one of the one of the train tracks over in the East Coast when they would get to up north towards Providence and Boston and all that. They had to go all the way up to like Maine just to turn around. <laughs> Well, a turntable would do that if you wanted to turn around, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, they, boy, they'd have to go all the way to Maine to turn around. They there didn't. used to be, that's what I'm saying is there used to be more, obviously, but trains don't need that anymore for the most part. So there's not many left. Yeah, right. No, you know, they, trains yeah. can go backwards or forward. They can push or pull. Yeah, they can, they can shove or they can uh, pull. I think there's another term for pull, but it's not coming to my mind right now. So, um, so yeah, ter- you know, I, I couldn't find some roundhouses for some of them. They could have been there just for turning the train around to go the other way. I suppose, you know, turning the locomotive around to go the other way. Right. Um, so, anyhow, I put that video <laughs> Welcome out. to Train Talk. <laughs> train Talk with Ray and Steve. <laughs> and so I put that video out there. And um, as usual, whenever I put a video out there, if I... I leave some things out or I make a mistake or whatever. And you see, especially being new to the hobby, I've been at it not even six months. Well, I guess it is six months now. Um, 
other rail fans who've been doing it forever kind of jump in and say, well, no, it's, and they're always real nice about it. That's the thing I like. No, that's, that's not actually, uh, the, you know, the, 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 you know, it's like I'm, tr- I'm giving the uh, make and model number of the locomotives and I'm looking at the wrong directory and this, so they'll correct me. But one guy, two guys said, okay, uh, you, you miss the CB and Q roundhouse in Council Bluffs, and that was uh, <laughs> at such and such a place. And then, um, so that that would have made eight, okay. And then another guy said, uh, and and he kind of did this jokingly, how come you miss the Iowa Omaha Short Line Railway? And I said, man, I never heard of that. He goes, most people haven't. It was 1906 through. <laughs> No, 1908 through 1916, and here's where the yard was. And he, you know, he said it was uh, like south of uh, Lewis Central and south of the Tasty Freeze. Now, if if you're from the area, you know where that is, okay? And I found it. So I made uh, another uh, video, you know, correcting, and and then I had the location of another yard wrong and stuff like that. So, yeah, I thought, well, that's another video, and here's some good information I was interested in. Um, The first video, I got a couple hundred views. The the second video, I was stuck at 65, okay? So I made a clip 60 seconds long about the short line. You know, it's kind of obscure, a little bit obscure and interesting, I think, and that's what this Omaha History Club's all about. And in, when I posted it, when I shared it, I said, there was a local railroad called the Iowa-Omaha Short Line Railway in business from 1908 to 1916. Ryan Roenfeld, who's a local historian and is like the head of this Omaha History Club thing, he's fairly well-known, quite a character, uh, published author, all that, is the only one that knew and he even knew where the yard was. Here's a clip about it from a vid I made that'll show you where the yard was. And so that's 60 seconds talks just about that. And I posted that up. And let's look at the results. Uh, let's see. Go to YouTube Studio. I always use the YouTube Studio app on my phone. By the way, I just find it easier. So that had 65 views. All right, the day I did it. And, and, you know, when, when you're doing a niche hobby type thing, that's probably pretty good, 65 years. It jumped up to 185. Nice. Just from, uh, I, I wasn't doing anything else with it. Uh, I wasn't doing any kind of vid viper thing or anything like that. And, uh, but the view du- duration was pretty low. It, uh, it was 2 minutes and 10 seconds. So, you know, they... When you share a clip out there and you click on it, it it takes you to the watch page for the actual video, and it's kind of grayed out. And uh, it just plays that 60 seconds, and it shows that in the timeline that that's just playing that 60 seconds. Then right below it says, watch the full video. Am I making sense so far? Do you think everybody will understand? I believe so. Yeah. And so... uh, uh, people did click on it and watched another minute, and it was uh, a seven-minute video. So what that told me was that they were doing that because of Ryan, okay? Um, so I thought, well, maybe that's not 
you know, a test I'm going to do. I mean, that, that doesn't apply to something I might use every day. So I tried it on another video. I tested it on another video. And somewhere in the video, I caught, and, and when, when you, when you uh, film something, a train going by, it's called, you, you caught it. You know, if you take a picture of it or film it. Um, I caught what is known as a BNSF executive scheme, uh, paint scheme. And it's uh, a 1999 set of, locom set of locomotives they bought in 99. And instead of being painted in the uh, BNSF orange scheme, it's painted in like a, a cream and dark blue. It's really weird. It's not the BNSF colors at all. And so everybody's excited when they catch one of these executive <laughs> schemes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, we're geeks. I know. And so yesterday... Was it yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. I made a clip of just catching that uh, that locomotive, of just catching the locomotive. It's about 16 seconds long. And I said, right. hey, here's a clip of catching that, you know, executive scheme locomotive. And um, now I'm getting more views all the time on it, but I, I ended up getting another 20 views. But the the view duration's way up, you know. So they they watched that, and then it said you can watch the full video. So they clicked on it and watched it for another five minutes, and it's a nine minute video. Very nice. That's good. See these types of things. Sometimes these get added to YouTube, and you don't think much of it. But some of these things will actually make a big difference. You know, from from the shorts driving people to your videos to these clips, allowing people to share and bringing people in and getting them to stay longer. All of these things are very, very helpful. Well, you know, and the thing I need to put when uh, when I post these out like that, if you, if you like this, share, share it out. It's kind of cool. You know, I need to just ask them to do that. You know, well, I need to be careful in those groups because you're not supposed to do a sales point. Uh, sales pitch in them. but but if, if you can say share this for me you should um the i i think what i'm going to do ray is as I, I i put out one video a week sometimes two um uh of of my rail fanning and and keep in mind rail fanning is a niche i mean there's one guy out there doing what i do that gets like twenty thousand views of video but he's the only one. I mean, there's there's hundreds of people like that that are getting like what I get, you know, 100. I mean, if you get 200 views, you're doing great. I average probably 75. I, then you're saying, well, then why are you doing all these YouTube things? Because I love doing it. You know, I'm doing everything Ray's taught me to see if it works, you know, to see what happens. And I get a big charge out of it, just like I get a big charge out of catching a train, you know. I mean, yeah, I'm sure. a geek. I'm a geek and a nerd. So uh, I think what I'm going to do is I produce these videos. When I go to my groups, I'm just going to give them the clip. There you go. And see what happens. You know, hey, here's a 30-second clip of uh, my latest video where, um, you know, I caught a... You know, you know what it will do? What? 
it'll get people asking you how you did that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, in these groups, there's a lot of YouTubers. Believe me, there's yeah. a lot of YouTubers. And but that uh, doesn't mean they they know a lot about YouTube though either. So that there'll oh, probably know, be a lot of people wondering, what in the world did you do? How did you do that? <laughs> and, and you know, the funny thing is, I found that the YouTubers are the young guys, like high school, and and you know. Uh, maybe in their twenties, and they don't—they don't treat me like I'm an old guy. They just treat me like I'm one of them. You know, it's kind of, kind of, kind of weird and nice at the same time. The <laughs> old guys like me are out there with their still cameras, right? Uh, right. You know, and uh, which I mean, which is which is totally understandable. And a lot of those guys have been doing it for fifty years, you know, so they're not gonna, you know, um, and they're out there, but they're out there with some really nice digital cameras as well. Oh, I'm sure they are. You know. Uh, but it's 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 the young guys that are just out there with their phones and uh, like me uh, and uh, so so they know this stuff. Uh, you know, I know it from just having been interested in it years ago, YouTube, and then introducing myself to Ray, and then doing the show for nine years. So you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's cool. Like I said, clips clips are an interesting thing, uh, and and I'll be honest with you, I haven't used them a ton, at least not yet. But, um, you know, it's, it's definitely something I have used and something that I think has a lot of potential. I uh, just have to get in there and do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just keep in mind that um, it, it's, it's a way to share on social media. And, and, I mean, if you've got interaction with your community page, you can share it there, too, your YouTube community page. Uh, it's, you, know, you, you can share it there as well. Uh, but face, nice. Facebook groups, Instagram, um you know, I mean, Pinterest. Pinterest. If if you're a plurk, if you're <laughs> plurk's a joke, we always joke about MySpace. Plurk. MySpace. <laughs> but I mean, if you're like Ray, for instance, Ray's got you know close to forty five hundred friends or something on his Facebook profile. Not to mention his pages, uh, and and you interact with them a lot. Uh, you know, this this could be a really good thing for you. I mean, I've got a number yeah. of friends out there that like people, unlike me. You know, I mean, they're, they're extroverts, never met a stranger, nicest guys in the world. I mean, they've maxed out at their 5,000 friends, you know, and they're always interacting with them because they like people. Well, if they got into something like that, it could be really cool. You know, I mean, it could, it could work really well for them. But even, yeah. even me, who um, I'm an introvert, uh, I, I'm I'm nice to people, and I'm especially I've I've interacted a lot in these groups and stuff, and I've interacted with people that make comments a lot. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm not an extrovert. I don't have five thousand friends. I got two hundred and fifty. You know that type of thing. I'm still getting juice off of it. Yep, it's good. So that's nice. That is good. Yeah, very good. Very very good. So we've talked about clips. Now, were you going to talk about chapters? I am, and, and this won't be a, a huge thing on chapters. I want to talk about uh, one other thing afterwards, a little hardware talk. But, uh, yeah, for those of you who haven't done a search on YouTube recently, go do a search, and you may notice something has been added to the search results. And what is that thing that's been added? Well, chapters. And what this, I mean by that is when is, you search for is this YouTube? Uh, search? This is in YouTube, okay. yes. So if you search something up, uh, for instance, I searched up uh, a, a term for one of my clients just to see if their video showed up, and it does. And where it has the thumbnail on the left-hand side and then the information on the right, 
on the bottom of that information, it's going to say it's going to have a little picture and it's going to have a, some text next to it. And then it's going to say, uh, you know, 12, 3, 8, however many chapters you have. Mm. So five chapters. And if you click on that, it's a little drop down and it shows you your five chapters and it says what they are. So without even going into the video, people can see what the chapters are. So, for instance, uh, you know, in the case of um, uh, rail fanning, if you've got chapters in one of your videos and they click on that and it drops down, they can be like, oh, oh, he's going to talk about this. Boom. I can go right to that spot and, and watch that exact thing. Uh, in this case here, you know, what I'm looking up is uh, some medication for neuropathy. And I can look at the chapters and go, oh, here are the causes. Well, let me see what the causes are. And that's at nine minutes into the show. Boom. There we go. Click on that chapter and you're good to go. But this is going to be on any videos that have chapters. Now, you may notice also there's something in there called moments. And I, I wish YouTube didn't have this. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. The reason I wish YouTube didn't have it is mm. chapters are something that we do. So we go in and we say, put a chapter here, put a chapter at this spot, put a chapter at this spot. We give them names. And then now in the search with this, they're all there. But if you got somebody that doesn't do those chapters, well, Inside of YouTube, they have what are called moments. Now, what moments are is when you look at the analytics of your video, there may be points during the video where it spikes. The viewership spikes. You know, at two minutes and 12 seconds, it spikes for whatever reason. People are watching that at that oh, spot there. Okay. And it goes down, and then all of a sudden you get a spike. Well, each one of those is called a moment, and YouTube actually will create moments in that same thing. So just like with the chapters, so if you click on the little arrow next to moments, you'll see all the spots where moments happened. And me, I wish that wasn't there because I think this great new feature should be for people that are actually taking the time to do it, yeah, not people that are falling in, in, in into a lucky circumstance, if you know what I'm saying. Well, maybe they won't keep it there forever. You never know. You never know. It may you go never away. know. I mean, they're probably. Yeah, you know, and it's interesting looking at this search that I did here. The first one, the second one, uh, the next one has it. The next one has it. The next one has it. But then we get into some that you know doesn't have it at all. Then one that has it. Then doesn't have it. Then doesn't have it. Has it. Doesn't have it. So it all depends. You know, you have to. Most people are not going to have moments in their videos because they. You know, they're not established enough for people to be jumping in and, and spiking their numbers, but they certainly will happen and they'll automatically get put into there without you having to do anything. But at least with the uh, chapters, you can put things in there and they're great for putting keywords, by the way. And I know we talked all about chapters. If you really want to learn about chapters, go back into the archives, check out the episode that we did about chapters where we talked about it in a lot more detail. But basically, chapters are just like on a DVD. You're going to go into your YouTube video. And you're going to pick spots and decide where you want to have chapter points. Now, uh, the way it's done in YouTube, I wish they would do it Drinking in a more... Drinking water before bed burns. Hmm, I don't know what the word would be. Um, more drag and drop sort of feel. I, I wish they'd pull up a timeline and let you choose your chapters and give them names. But the way that it works is you kind of just go through your video and, oh, at 2 minutes and 12 seconds, they're talking about X. So you put in the actual description, you put, you know, zero colon... O2 for two seconds and or you know however or two minutes and two seconds would be two colon zero two and then you put in what the name of that chapter is be keyword loading that up because it's a great opportunity to kind of keyword stuff without looking like your keyword stuffing because you're naming your chapters yeah. and those will show up in the search so when you click on that little drop down you know like on this video here that we did 
when I click on the the little drop down, um, you can see. And and by the way, if your chapters have really long names, it's not going to show the whole thing, so it is going to get cut off. But like the two forms of B1. Why do we need B1? Thiamine, benfodiamine, oxidative stress. You know, all of these things are chapters that are in there that they can go directly to to learn about that particular thing. In fact, it may cause me to try and think my chapters a little more, make them even shorter in the names, because I tend to make longer names to get some, uh, some extra keywords and things in there. But I may have to get more clever and make them a little bit shorter so that they fit all the way in there so people can see exactly what they are. But I'm, I'm not sure when YouTube added this particular feature, but uh, I've only started to see it recently, and I wanted to talk about it because it is a great little feature inside the search itself for you to kind of see what a video is about before you even click on it. Now, the yeah. bad part is people may not click on your video now because they already see what's in it. <laughs> yeah, um, well, you know, I don't get the greatest view time in the world. I, I suppose it's... 50%, 60%. Um, no, that's actually not too bad. But, um, so, yeah, that's not too bad. Uh, but, you know, I'm not getting 100%. Most people don't. There's no. That, no. You know, In fact, so. most, most people get 22 to 33. Right, so. right. And, um, you, know, they, I, I, you know, I know this one guy, what he does is uh, he puts uh, something at the end, you know, uh, uh, this one uh, Rail fan, uh, Jawtooth. You know, we, you and I have talked about him before, and he's the guy that gets twenty thousand views. And what he does is, at the end, he has uh, uh, he, he does uh, videos of all his dogs and cats that he has out in the farm, and it's real cute. And so, <laughs> you know, maybe people are uh, uh, waiting for the dogs and cats. You know, uh, I don't know, I don't know. I don't have uh, privy to his. Uh, just analytics. So, yeah. Well, but, you know, one of the ways to, to kind of do that, you can use the old webinar techniques, too, which would be like, hey, watch till the yeah. end, and mm -hmm. I'm going to reveal X. Mm -hmm. And, of course, people may jump to the end instead, but at least that gets them to the end of that video a little bit. And that's probably where a lot of the, where you see, like, these moments, you know, people are spiking it over. It may be the chapters that are causing those moments and different things. So, um, but yeah, you know, you can use those techniques to jump people to the end and get them to uh, to pay attention and uh, get some of that watch time towards the end of your videos, because that's where a lot of the times that's where your links are. And, you know, if you've got links in your in your uh, end screens and whatnot, uh, that would be uh, a good way to get them to the end. Hey, watch at the end. We're gonna have we're gonna give away this or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. that way you can get people to watch a little further. Right, hopefully. right. Yeah, I got to start using end screens too. I finally got enough videos to start doing that. So. But, yep. So that's my little spiel on chapters. Like I said, you can watch the chapters episode to really get into everything about chapters. But this is just a quick uh, little update because they have added this feature into the search. And again, you know, we'll see how long they keep that in there. And I don't know if everybody has that or if they're, you know, still testing that kind of thing, kind of like they were with clips. Um, but we will see. So if you've got uh, if you've got those chapters in there, let us know. If you don't let us know too. We'd love to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna see if that doesn't uh, help me get get ranked with some pretty competitive keywords too. Because I, I noticed with uh, trains video, trains videos and trains, I can't break into that. And uh, so maybe if I do chapters, who knows? You know, we'll see. You never know. You never know. You never know. All right, so, Steve, I want to talk a little bit about some hardware. Mm -hmm. In fact, a very small piece of hardware. But 
uh, I've come across a situation and it really made me think. Um, I recently got, for those of you that are old enough and are geeky enough, I got the new A500 Mini. Now, if you don't know what that is, that is a miniaturized version of the Commodore Amiga 500. Okay. All right. I thought that. And it's really cool. Now, I, I got to be honest, it's it's meant for people to play video games. It's not meant for anything serious. So it's kind of like a Nintendo Mini or something of that nature. But this one is actually a full-fledged computer that you can run. You can actually go into the operating system and, and run non-games and things like that. You, you do have to add some extras to be able to kind of access those things because uh, it doesn't do it out of the box. Out of the box, it's meant to be very quick and easy, but you can add all these things in there. And I actually did a, a quick little unboxing video the other day of this, which did not require me to capture the screen or anything because I was literally opening the box and showing people what's inside. And, uh, you know, my geekery, kind of like trains for you. It, this is mm -hmm. my thing, mm -hmm. the old computers. That's right. But I wanted to uh, then start doing some capture videos, and I realized something. I'm like, wait a minute. How in the world am I going to capture and record the screen? Now, I do that all the time on my computer. And I thought about this, and I'm like, man, you know, back in the old days, the old days, mm -hmm. you had to capture everything, which meant your computer had to have a capture device. Mm -hmm. Usually, It could be a card that's inside a tower. It could be a little breakout box that's attached to the back. Whatever it happened to be, you plugged your cameras into that to capture from your cameras. You plugged your uh, your VCR in to capture from a VCR or whatever it happened to be. And I realized, holy cow, that is something I have not had to do in like a decade. Capture something that's not, you know, in the computer already. Because you think about it, you shoot with a camera. I wirelessly send all that information to my computer if I'm shooting with my phone. If I'm shooting with one of my cameras, I pull out the little card and I stick the card into the card reader. Don't have to worry about plugging these things in and capturing anything. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought about that. I'm like, man, you know, and obviously people do this all the time. They they plug their PlayStations and Xboxes and things like that into their computers and they record and do live streams and all that. And I thought about it. I'm like, I don't have any way to do that. I can't believe that I don't have a way to capture from a source like that. And in this case, HDMI. So I thought, well, Probably going to have to get some sort of little capture device. And I, I looked online, and I saw that, oh, Best Buy sells some. They're like 150 bucks, 200 bucks. Some of them are 250 bucks. And I see some Amazon things pop up, 100 bucks and 200 bucks. I'm like, wow, that's pretty expensive, you know, because I'm a cheapskate. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then I saw another shopping box there, and it was for Walmart. Well, Walmart's got a, says a video capture card for... $19.88. Now I thought, well, that must be garbage, right? Mm -hmm. But then I saw that there were some on Amazon that were $30, $40. So there's a bunch of them that are cheaper. And I'm like, hmm. And so I looked this one up that's at Walmart because obviously, I mean, I can order from Amazon, but I didn't want to wait a day. I want to go get it now. Well, at $20, how can you go wrong, right? What's the mm -hmm. worst that could happen? It doesn't work, you bring it back. Mm-hmm. You're only out twenty dollars. It's not like you're spending two hundred and then wanting to bring it back. Twenty bucks. So I went down to the local Walmart and I got the Vivitar Creator Series HDMI to USB video capture card, and it looks kind of like a thumb drive. On one end, it's got the USB 
And on the other end, it's got HDMI. And you plug the HDMI into one end, and you plug the other end either into your computer or you can use a, a cord. They do provide a cord to go to, uh, to USB-C. And that way, if you want to plug in via USB-C, you can do that. And so now we what, can capture with it. Now, what's USB-C? I'm, I haven't heard that one before. Oh, USB-C, is, it's just uh, on most of the... In fact, your phone probably... That's what your phone probably has Oh, for okay. It. Okay, I got it now. So it's just that, that small little be- connector. Be- because of you, I've become an expert on how to hook everything up. I, I would have been totally <laughs> lost without your help on that. Yeah, so USB-C, kind of like um, a lot of the more modern computers, uh, the more expensive computers have them. All the Apples use them. Uh, Apple's kind of jumped of course, almost of exclusively to the yeah. USB-C, at least on their laptops. On their desktops, they still have both, but um, on the laptop, because it it's smaller, it's faster. Uh, you can also have, it can also be lightning in the same port, uh, excuse me, Thunderbolt in the same port. So you have USB-C and Thunderbolt, which is, uh, it's USB 3 and 4, I, get, I think 4 now too. Well, it's Thunderbolt 4, USB-C, USB 3, that goes through there. So it's very fast, yeah. uh, very fast yeah. connection. Okay, okay. But yeah, so it comes with that. Now I haven't even opened the box yet. There it is. It, I, I'm a little concerned though, Steve. I do have to say. Vivitar, Vivitar is on Vivitar, yes, like the camera. You know, the Vivitar like the camera. camera. I thought that sounded familiar. Pretty sure it's the same people. But I do notice this box looks like it may have been opened at some point. So it'll be interesting when I get it open to see if it uh, has everything it's supposed to have in it. We will find out. But I will be doing like an open box and some tests on that. I did. Look at a few tests, and the people that tested it were like, wow, this thing works perfectly fine. So we will see how that does capturing the A500 Mini as well as capturing things from, for instance, we're going to be doing uh, some some stuff with uh, Roku, and we want to be able to capture the output of the Roku. So we should be able to do that with this, and then that way we can show menus of the Roku instead of, you know, pointing a camera at a screen or something like that. So it'll have some good uses. Uh, the only downside is it, it'll capture up to 4K, but it will only put out a signal that's uh, 1080p, which is fine for what I'm doing. I, you know, I don't need anything higher than that. The more expensive ones will capture at least 4K and put out 4K. So basically what that means is if you've got a 4K source, you plug that 4K source in. When it goes out and gets to your computer, it's it's now already downgraded to 1080 uh, at that point in time, so the card actually downgrades it to 1080 before it puts it out. So, oh, which is okay. fine for me. Yeah. That, that's perfectly acceptable. That's everything I do. Use. Yeah, that's everything I do is 1080. For 20 bucks, why not? And and if I need, if I do decide I need 4K, well then maybe then I'll buy one of the nicer ones. But for just doing this, I think this will be perfectly fine. But it's a great little product. Well, it seems like it's a great little product. We'll find out. <laughs> for 20 bucks. It's tough to go wrong unless it doesn't work at all. In fact, uh, I looked at the uh, on Walmart. They had about 40-some reviews on it. And, uh, of course, first thing I do is look for the one-star reviews. Yeah. And, fortunately, the one-star reviews were all, oh, the thing was broken. I had to return it. So it was, Ooh. you know, it's not like, oh, this thing was junk. It was more like, uh, you know, actual issues with you the You know, I, I wonder if people bought it that couldn't figure out how to use it and returned it, you know. That could, could, could well be that as well. Uh, it, it seems like it's pretty easy. We'll find out. We'll do some tests and see how it goes. Of course, stuff that you and I think are easy, you'd be surprised how people just are confounded by it. I'm like, I can oh, figure it out. Yeah. Why can't you? You know, so, anyhow. Yeah, yeah. But, no uh, doubt about it. But there you go, the Vivitar HDMI to USB video capture. I love that it, they call it card. It, you know, I don't know. It makes it sound like it's a... A card that you put in the computer. But yeah, it's just I know. A little I know. USB stick. Yeah, that's that's what how I was envisioning it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. But still, so it's, for twenty yeah, bucks. 
tough to go wrong. We will find out if we can go wrong for $20. Well, we'll find so if you out. need to capture something like that, and you need to capture your Xbox or your PlayStation or a VCR or Roku or whatever it is that you got that's outputting. Maybe you got a camera that needs to output that way. You can certainly do that. Test it out and see how well it does. I've got some, you know, I've actually got some older cameras, Steve, that I don't have any way to capture from them anymore if I record anything. So could be a good way to uh, to do that as well. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, that's, uh, I see the, the application for it. That's pretty cool. So there you go. And if I so see, the, appli- if I see the application, you should too. That's right. <laughs> Pay attention to that. Pay attention. All right. Well, very good. This is a good show. Just all kinds of new stuff. And uh, I I picked up on a couple of ways where maybe I can get more views from my videos. All right. Well, we hope that you do. I I found that unboxing uh, video you made, so I'll put the link in the the A500 mini box on opening. Uh, And uh, (laughs) I'll, I'll put the link in the show notes so you can watch it. All right. Hey, Very you, got good. Three, you got 305 views on it. I mean, golly, that's <laughs> pretty good. Bad. Days ago. Uh, yeah, pretty pathetic. <laughs> well, I mean. It's there's not- a lot of people excited about the product, but there's also about 700 unboxings on, on YouTube already. Because so, well, I got it on day it's, one. It's, it's not like it says Johnny Depp and Amber Heard or you know something that's yeah, going to well, hit the Well, algorithm. plus the other thing is uh, it, it actually came out in the U.K. first, and it's been out there for about five months, so a lot of people have already watched all the unboxings, which, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Only came over the pond in the last couple of weeks, well, last week or so. But still, I'd take 380, 305 views any day. Or 380, be, you know. It should be 300,000 by 300,000, I know you always say that. <laughs> and, you know, that's okay. That's okay. So that's who okay. helped uh, bring this show to our fantastic audience? Well, it wasn't Vivitar, at least not yet. But it was our good friends over at Movo. I wonder if they have a, a unit like that. I should have looked there, too. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to look and see. But if you need a microphone, if you need a small LED light, if you need a stand, if you need a desktop microphone, if you need wireless microphones, or if you want to get an entire kit and turn your smartphone into a t- an entire production rig, you can do that by heading over to our good friends over at Movo by heading on over to raiselinks.com slash Movo. Movo makes it possible. I just made that up. I should send it to him. Movo makes it possible. Movo makes it possible. Yeah. Actually, that's kind of stolen because... Uh, that was the tagline for Amiga. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. Only Amiga makes it possible. Movo will motivate you. There was a, in fact, uh, going back to the old days for us old guys, used to have a, there was a song, Only Amiga Makes It Possible, and they would sing it at the trade shows and stuff, and there was this lady with a high-pitched voice who would screech it. And, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love Crazy that. Crazy things. I love Crazy that. stuff. You know what we used to do back when I was working for the data processing company and we'd go to trade shows? We would bake cookies. I take cookies over a screeching lady singing a song. Yeah, we would bake. Well, but you want to get people's attention, you know. You know, and and so uh, the screeching lady will get their attention. Now, whether that's good well, or not, I, I'm not. She's saying. not really screeching. She's just singing. She's singing. Just yeah. Well, that'll get your. You know, it'll draw people over to your booth. As did the smell of cookies, and then. We'd yes. also we'd also give away like free chair massages and uh, you know you just there come you up go. there and you get a massage and then uh, we had a martini bar after at the end <laughs> of the day so yeah 
I don't think you get away with that now. No, not the martini bar, but certainly the cookies <laughs> and the uh, and the free massage. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of screeching old ladies. Oh, here she is. Here comes Ethel. She's making her way over to sing us out of the show. Here we go, Ethel. Hit it. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. His skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise. And has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. 